Hello. What? What? Okay. Oh, are you telling me? <laughs> oh. Ruby. Come on, Ruby. Ruby. You got it, Shane. Come on, Ruby. Ruby. Get his Ruby. Get a hold of his dog. Come here, Ruby. Over here. Ruby. 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 All right. Sorry. All the ones going on. I'm like, what? What the hell is something about pizza? And your dog got away. And highly professional. (laughs) Ruby. (laughs) Um. Yeah, so basically, Sarah's got a, um, Sarah's uh, cousin's wife is in town. Yeah, I remember so you told me. Do I? Yeah, I remember you told me they were coming to town. Yeah, so uh, she's here and uh, uh, our niece is here too. So it's just kind of a full house and getting everything ready for, I guess, I guess dinner. I guess they're having dinner right now. I, uh, yeah, I mean that was it's still a little late for me to be eating, but yeah. They're they're having dinner right now? I guess so, yeah. I guess they just ordered a pizza that just got here. How how old are they? Uh well I mean the niece, uh Isabella's, you know, Ruth's daughter. Uh-huh. She's only like, you know, six or seven. Oh, okay. Well, Sarah's cousin's I, I guess that's normal, you know, for for dinner, I, I don't know. Like that's that's well, like we. They got. They were out doing this. Uh, they went to this school dance. Uh huh. So. They they just been out late and they just got home. So it was just kind of anarchy because we had put Roger down, but Sarah's got stuff that she's wanting to put up, and then they're they're here, and it was just a little, little busy work. I'm I'm glad you made time for me. Then I'm glad you made time. Uh, the prop the reason why the door is open because I thought I heard Sarah saying Jane, Jane. And she wasn't. She was just saying the pizza was there and Oh. Know, okay. I could I had those I had those headphones on and when I got those headphones on I c I can't hear anything. Uh, but if I hear somebody yelling, you know, I mean I'm gonna go see what they're yelling about. Gotcha. Gotcha. But okay, well you you sort it out right now? You you got it? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we're chilling. We are, we are starting. Here we go. Uh, and you know, I don't, edit, I don't edit these. So whoever tunes into this episode of Big Beep is gonna be like, "What the fuck is going on?" No, you're gonna have three minutes of uh, <laughs> uh, prep work, you know, before we actually get started. This is a, this is somebody who's like a, a normal Friday night, like dealing with family stuff, that's trying to record a podcast while it's going on. <laughs> well, people, you know, that would be kind of interesting, though. What if people just did that? What if people just like record their just evenings? You know, like. Like, you know, if you had, like, a party, like, let's say you had, like, a, you had a lot of people over, and then you just had somebody walking around with a microphone just recording conversations in the party. Well, people do that, Shane. I was at McDonald's, and this lady was recording herself uh, ordering food and stuff. I'm like, what is this lady doing? It's like, she's just ordering, you know, her hamburger and talking to herself and recording her little show, I guess, you know. I'm just here doing this thing out here, people. I'm wanting my burger right now. Here's my... Here's my cashier right here. Uh, yeah, let me get the number something, whatever. Yeah, just doing my thing right now. I'm like, okay, well, you know, if people want to see that shit, you know. Yeah, I, I had to post a video of uh, of me going to Waterburger once because you know, uh, 
remember our mutual friend uh, Jacob Kilcrease? Yeah. He he doesn't. He's not a fan of Waterburger. Like he uh, thinks Waterburger's overrated. I'm not, I'm not saying he doesn't like it. He likes it. He just doesn't think it's as good as everybody says it is. Really? And I was like, no, nah, man, I'm gonna prove you wrong. So I went to Waterburger and I ordered this. I don't know how I was gonna prove him wrong because he wasn't eating it. I was eating it. I ordered a double meat um, one, of the, one on Texas toast with uh, you know uh, jalapenos and cheese. And I had the bread toasted just right. Just, I mean, special made to order. And I just record video of me eating it on YouTube or no, Facebook. So you did. So you didn't prove it to him. You ate the burger. You, you yeah. <laughs> but I was talking about how good it was when I was eating. It. <laughs> so how are we gonna prove that? <laughs> so I guess your facial expression is gonna prove. Yeah, it's supposed to it. say if he's enjoying it this much, then man, I gotta have a water burger. I guess what I should have done was got because he likes California made burgers like. Uh, in and out and Five Guys Burgers and Fries, stuff like that. Yeah, so what I should have did. Man, what are you talking about? Those burgers aren't good. Well, you know, some people like them. I, I, for me, it's like if it's just fast food, Whataburger's king. I mean, that's that's yeah. the best, that's the best of the best. If you're just going in, you just want to get a burger real cheap, you know, drive through or something, or, or go in real quick. But <clears throat> you know, but uh, I, was now, I mean, the quality. I mean. The quality isn't like leaps and bounds, you know. I mean, it's it's the best because it's consistent, and I like the way it tastes. But you know, McDonald's makes an okay burger. It's not gourmet, but it's okay. Yeah. Well, you yeah. know, uh, I always heard about White Castle was a good burger. I ever make it down to wherever they have them, man. I know like, you got to have a real White Castle burger from yeah. White Castle. That would change your life. I'm like, okay, well. I'm ready to have my life changed, I guess, whenever I make it to a White Castle. They put, aren't there, don't they put their buns on, like, Hawaiian sweet rolls? Isn't that what the bread's no made idea. out of? I have no idea. You know how, There how was they... a – I've only had, like, frozen White Castle, like, you, you can buy in the store. I've never actually been to a restaurant. Yeah, they said that, they said that was shit. They said that, dude, they, that, no, you're ruining the experience if you eat that. That is not a White Castle burger, you know. Oh. <laughs> so – I was like, I was like, whatever. So, anyways, I can't, I can't remember if we've actually had one when we've traveled. I don't think we've ever actually. We might have been to one White Castle, but I can't remember. I have to look. You have to remember to the good Yeah, I mean, you know, like I said, like I was trying to say, you know, burger, burger's a burger, John. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, it is what it is. There's only so much you can do to it, you know. I mean. You know, and it's, people have their own tastes. I mean, people like their own things. I'm not, I'm not here to judge. It's just if I, I know what I'm going to get when I walk into Whataburger. Uh-huh. Uh, but there was a time where I went to Jack in the Box a lot, too, and would get a bacon. Because back in the day, you remember, they didn't put bacon on hamburgers. Like, No, I mean, that, was, that was unheard of, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there was a period of time, it's hard to believe it, where they just did not put bacon on hamburgers. Just You never heard of it. And then... When Jack in the Box started doing it, the ultimate bacon double cheeseburger, or whatever the hell it was called, uh-huh. you know, I'd get one of those like once a week back when I was in high school. You know, mm. go, well, go into town, brother, get a little double cheeseburger, turn around, head back. My my brother Michael, he'll get the triple burger, the triple meat burger. Yeah, <laughs> he, he's love that damn triple meat burger. I don't man, that's too much damn meat for me, man. When my uh, when my dad went to uh, help me move, like uh, or, no, help me uh, build my fence. He, you know, we had the first day because we had, it was a two day job because you have to wait for the concrete to dry. So, I mean, you don't have to, but the way we did it, 
I mean, because I've had my fence repaired, and the guy did it in three hours. But me and my dad had to let the concrete set for a day because, I mean, we were replacing the whole fence. And uh, anyways, he said he was hungry, you know, and I knew my dad, like, you know, for food. He'd just been kind of getting donations. He hadn't been really eating very well. So I went into, we went to, it might have been Waterburger. It was either Waterburger or Wendy's, one of them. And he, and I ordered for him because he didn't know what to get. So I got him a triple meat burger. <laughs> Watching him eat that thing, he's like, God, this is a lot of meat. <laughs> it's, it's, it ain't no well, joke. It's a big burger. I ain't no joy at that thing. Yeah, I mean, it's three patties uh, and cheese between every patty. And, and all that stuff is cooked on the grill, and and you know any toppings that you get, it just it's yeah, it's pretty massive. It's pretty massive, yeah. Michael ate would eat that. I, I mean, like, mm-mm. well, I remember one time Dan was the, um, I remember one time Dan was the hamburger one time right. because uh, we went to a Jack in the Box, and Michael ordered like five, two, five, one dollar, whatever they had, those cheap little burgers. Michael ordered five of them, and Dan was hungry, and like they, we were like. You know, I don't know why Dan didn't order that, but he said he wanted one after that. He's like, "Hey, Michael, give me one of the burgers." Michael's like, "No," and I'm like, "Michael, you gonna eat all those burgers?" Yeah, and I remember Dale <laughs> snatched one off the plate, ran outside, and started eating it through the window. And Michael <laughs> see him eating the burger through the window, <laughs> and Michael was like, so pissed that Dale still wanted his hamburger and started eating it outside the window like a damn homeless person just eating yeah, it through the window. Was he like, like ravishly eating it? Like he was like just chowing yeah, down. Yeah, like like Dale was showing that he could he didn't join. Like mm, Daniel, mm, Michael, mm, like Michael was pissed off. That reminds me of this uh, this police report I was reading one time. There was this woman and she was uh, she was heavy set and she was in her van and she was drunk and she pulled up to McDonald's, the one uh, by UTA over there in Arlington. Huh. And it's a big, I mean, it's a super busy McDonald's. I mean, they're always packed out the ass. But uh, she pulled in there in her van, and uh, I guess something was wrong with their machines or something was down, and they couldn't fill her order. So she was screaming at them. And, you know, she was drunk and screaming. Well, finally, they got her food. But by this time, the cops had already been called. So she's sitting in the parking lot eating her whatever it was she ordered. And the cops come up to the window, and they start and they start saying, ma'am, um, is everything okay? And she doesn't pay any attention. She just starts eating her hamburger. And they're like, ma'am, um, can, can you talk to us for a second? And they said that in the office report, they said that she just started eating faster and just started, like, cramming it all into her mouth. <laughs> it was just, like, making loud noises, going, nom, 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 nom. It was like yep. she began to make strange noises and, and, and cram the burger into her mouth and try to eat the entire thing in one bite. And... They ended up taking her to jail, but it's still it's a hilarious. Oh no! Well, you know, I, of, uh... I remember my first beer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, some people take it too far, man. I knew a dude. I, I knew a dude one time that uh was uh, drove drunk to the church's chicken, and when he was backing up, he backed the sign into the damn church's sign, <laughs> knocked the fucking sign over, and then he gets out of his truck and goes back in and sits there, and they're like, "We're calling the cops on you," and so the cops show up. And they're like, hey, sir, did you hit that sign? And he said, yeah. And they said, well, we're going to have to take you into custody for drink dri- for drinking and driving. And he's like, but I'm not driving. And they were like, but you you were. And he's like, I were, but I, I wasn't by the time you got here. Because <laughs> <laughs> that matters, Shane. That, that matters, you know. <laughs> so, so, yeah, that guy was uh, – he was a real winner. And then I had to 
So whenever we're we're processing guys like that, you have to do a test um, to like just kind of see the education level. Mm-hmm. And that dude, <laughs> the dude took the damn test drunk. <laughs> like he showed up <laughs> to the office drunk and took the damn test. <laughs> And, like, he didn't even guess one wrong. Like, he got all of them wrong. Like, every single one wrong. Like, he didn't even pick one randomly right. I mean, it was the only p- perfect zero I'd ever seen in my whole life. Well, he wanted so, to show you how he could still function when he was drunk. No, I was this drunk when they got me. Watch. I'm still capable of doing it. <laughs> that's, that's, well, that's what I asked him. I was like, why would you take the test if you were this hammered? <laughs> and he's like, what did you tell me to do? <laughs> <laughs> I took it just the way I felt, and I felt this good. Well, you know what, Shane? I knew a guy, uh, two two separate stories real quick, Shane. I knew a guy named Copenhagen. His name yep. was, you know, like the chewing tobacco. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His name was Copenhagen because him and his mom were about to get it on. And the mom said, go get some condoms first. And he went down to the um, the local uh, gas station, you know. And it was, I guess he just had enough money for either condoms or Copenhagen. And I guess his, I guess he thought his pullout game was uh, strong, but uh, there you go. There so, and there and then the star is born. Star is born. So I yeah. guess thank you, Copenhagen, <laughs> for I, I guess you know another one enters the world. Yeah, and they get I guess decided to name Copenhagen. So it was funny, funny stuff. But anyway, <laughs> anyway, yeah. we were at we were at a Waterburger late night. I won't say the name. Well, Copenhagen. I won't say the other guy's name. We're, we're there late one night. And we're very drunk and everything. We go inside. We're eating, and we're just we're just enjoying a good time. Two police two police officers walk in, order food, and sit down. Copenhagen starts wigging out. Dude, the cops right there. The cops over there. Copenhagen, shut up, man. Just eat your food, and we'll leave calmly. Just eat your food. Quit wigging out. Oh, I can't go to jail. I can't go to jail. Like you're not going to jail. Just quit flipping out, man. Eat your food. Drink your soda. Sober up a little bit, then we'll just walk out calmly. Oh, I gotta go. I gotta go. So he gets up and walks out the side. You remember the one in Coach Canada, the front? Yeah. The side entrance. He goes out yeah. the side entrance, starts walking down the street. So me and the other friend, we're like, is he really leaving? He's leaving. So he just left. He starts leaving. I said, well, what do you want to do? He goes, man, he'll be all right. We're, we're eating. So we, we finish eating our food. And then we hop in the truck and we head down and we, and we saw him still walking. We're like, what are you doing? All those cops following us, like, man, get your drunk ass in the truck. Let's get out of here. <laughs> Fair man. Just wigged out, man. Like, just, dude, they weren't doing nothing. They weren't even looking at us, you know. Yeah. But. Yeah, I get that, though. When I first moved to Arlington, man, you know, I was having problems with my car being legal. And my driver's license kept getting, my driver's license was suspended. And, you know, it was kind of tough to get around and. You know, sometimes I get pulled over. I got to where I got paranoid whenever I saw a cop car driving by. You know, so I was like, please don't pull me over. Please don't pull me over. <laughs> you know, because those tickets are expensive. Well, you, you know, what do you usually tell? Well, you know what I'm saying? I've gotten into the routine that uh, I want to help police officers not freak out. Cause I know a lot of them are getting like, they get hurt. They're afraid someone's got a gun in the car or something. And I just look. Yeah. So I, what I would do now is. I'll, you know, I'll pull over, turn the car, I'll put the keys on the dashboard, and stick my hands outside the car. So they see, like, there's nothing in my hand when they're walking up. Yep. I don't want, I don't want them to flip out, you know? You so, make it sound like you get pulled over a lot. Well, I'm just saying. I, <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to flip it out on me, you know? So, 
but yeah. I mean, I was when I was in college. I don't, I don't anymore, but I was always driving, you know, old school crappy cars too. So they kind of had a reason to pull me over. That, that, what they, they target stuff that doesn't fit, you know, here's a white guy driving a Lincoln town car in a bad neighborhood. This does not fit. You know, we don't normally see this. So, you know, I don't know. Cops are kind of dumb though, because they'll, I had this, we had this ag teacher back in high school and he was like, you know, I, they, the only times they pulled me over is when I drove my car through the countryside. But if I, I could have had a trailer, a tractor trailer full of like drugs, but they would think it was a horse and they'd never pull me over. But I drive a crappy car and they're going to pull me over because they think I'm doing something. And, hmm. you know, it's the, the, the thing about criminals, John, is it doesn't take much, you know, I mean, you can. You just got to be a little smart, <laughs> you know, but <laughs> you most, most criminals, <laughs> most criminals aren't, you know, most of them are idiots. That's why they're criminals. Cause they can't, they can't do normal stuff, you know? <laughs> and, and those are the ones that cops just have a field day with, you know, because those, they make it easy. <laughs> the dumb you know? Yeah. Well, that's most of them. I mean, it's very rare that you get a smart, intelligent, well thought out criminal. I mean, it just doesn't happen very it's often. It's called they don't... El Chapo level people, I guess, right? Yeah, well, they don't get caught. Well, in El Chapo, you know, he's got the point to where, and that's just because he's got a product that's so hot. You know, I mean, when you get to that level and you're controlling the government, I mean, you know, that's uh, that's pretty powerful stuff. But you know. It's one of those things where you got to think about it, John. Let's say you say you go into the military or whatever, and you go serve. You get out, you get you a job at the CIA, and they're gonna pay you, you know, like maybe seventy, eighty grand a year. You go down south of the border, and you're starting investigating these guys, and then you can get a solid case built up on somebody, and you're starting to get up the chain, and all of a sudden this lieutenant comes up to you one day that's uh, or a gang a gang member, and he says, "Hey man, uh, if you just drop this investigation and." Uh, Give us some privacy. Uh, we'll just give you a million dollars straight up, just a million right now. I mean, what do you think is going to happen? Is that uh, is that all in hundreds or in twenties? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're going to take the damn money, you know. And you take that money and you put it aside and you put it in investments. And then the problem is, though, again, this is where the stupid part comes in: is they get greedy with it. You know, it's like one million's not enough. And in, in five million, still not enough. They got to go up for like ten or fifteen million. And by that point, somebody's fucking noticing. You know, I mean, people are going to start asking questions. How come you're not busting anybody, but now you, you got all this nice shit? Well, what what get mad at you that the, the drug dealers get mad at you? Like, uh, you know what? I was quiet last year for a uh, million dollars. I'm going to need a two this year. Okay, all right. Well, we're going to uh, kill you. Yeah, they're just going to take you out. Be cheaper to kill you. Know, you. See, I think when you get in that situation, it's you play ball or you're dead. Um, there's supposedly there's a Netflix on, or there's a show on Netflix right now where there's some mountain in California where they're, they're growing drugs and like people in the city just come up missing because they go up into those mountains and they never see them again. And they think that it's like cartels, like that are growing shit out there and, you know, people just wandering out there getting caught by them and, I guess they're just killing them and burying them out there. I don't know. Yeah, we ain't playing that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, why would you want to go invest? But I mean, I get it. Like, let's just say you're you're out hunting and you just stumble across it. Did you ever watch um, uh, True Crimes or, or True Detectives on HBO? 
Yeah. Um, you remember that that fucking crazy ass house they went to at the end, the one like out in Louisiana where the dude was at? Yeah. And he was like sitting on the couch, fucking speaking with an English accent and shit. Yeah, I remember that, that one. Yeah. That was bizarre, man. That's what, can you imagine walking up onto something like that where it's just like fucking out in the middle of nowhere, you know, like you, nobody knows where it is. And there was some people like that in Kearns. There was a family uh, that lived out there, you know, near the lake, and they didn't go to school and they didn't go into town. They they didn't do anything. They lived out there fucking in the woods and shit. And then they, they got mad when someone crossed their property, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're not like trespassers at all. You know, and you'd see them, and the kids, are, you know, it'd be all dirty and shit because, you know, who knows if they had running water or anything. It's crazy if you think about it. I ain't got time for that other thing. Someone says, you lost? Yeah, I'm lost. I fucking lost. When, you first, when your first question is, am I lost? Yeah, I'm lost. Tell me how to get the book out of here. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's a two-way street. I mean, you can you can get in a bad situation if you're out in the country like that, but you can also be in the hood, and you're not supposed to be in the hood, you know? Well, like I remember know, one night. Uh, go, uh, ahead. Go, go ahead. I was going to say, I remember one night I was, I was driving. I had to go see this lady. And I, I knew I was running behind, but the time just got away from me. And by the time I got over to the neighborhood, it was like seven o'clock at night. And I'm looking at every corner. There's like, you know, 10 or five guys and they all wearing the same color shirts and they're all just sitting around and not doing anything. They're just standing. And I'm thinking, you know what? Here I am in my fucking truck and I'm dressed up in, you know, casual work clothes. If I get out this car, guess what doesn't belong? You know, what doesn't fit? Into the six five, yeah, white guy, yeah, with a you know short crew cut haircut, and you know, I not from that area, and so I just you know, I just, I just kept on driving. I just drove right on through. And I, I was I, like, I remember, I'll get this another day. I remember I went to this uh, party one time. Uh, I forgot her name. Her name was Monica or Jessica. I can't remember. She says, "Hey, we come with me to my boyfriend's birthday party." I'm like, "Well, what for?" She goes, well, I don't like his friends a lot. You're a friend of mine. So we come in here just hang out with me and talk to me and my other friends and, and you invite your friends. Like, sure, whatever. Okay, cool. So I'll call my buddy, uh, Tommy and Rocky, if they oh, want to come. And they said, I they remember this story. Huh? I remember you know, this story. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> they said they were going to come. They never came. So I showed up in my brown cargo pants, cargo shorts, <laughs> and, and flip flops and my, my white red, white, Hawaiian t-shirt. I mean, uh, dress yep. shirt. And I'm, You were I'm there for party mode. Yep, yeah, ready to party. See, I thought it was a regular birthday party. I am get there. I'm like, all right, well, everyone's casual wear. Casual, casual. Okay, I, I dressed up a little bit too much. Whatever. So, I'm trying to talk to people. Nobody wants to fucking talk to me. I'm <laughs> like, okay. Hey, how you doing? They just look at me like, all right. So, I just keep on walking my business. Like, hey, Jessica. No one here, you know, is really mingling. Yeah, I know, right? You know, and like I look at her face, like you're you're hiding something. I, I look around, like oh fuck, oh yeah. fuck. I've 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 been fucked up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> more, more people show up. They're all wearing black, black shorts with black shirt, black hats, and I'm like, oh right. Well, you know what? I'm gonna play this cool. I'm gonna go talk to the birthday boy. Maybe he can, you know, if I they, they see me talking to him, they think I'm cool. So I walk to him like, hey, how you doing, man? I go, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. You're Jessica's friend, right? Yeah, yeah, JP. All right. All right. I'm like, yeah, so so um, how, how old are you today, man? It don't matter how old I am. All right. Well, 
okay, well, fuck. I'm like, okay, hey, man, uh, something came up. I got I to gotta, gotta head on out here. Yeah, I think you should. Yeah, all right, man. Good talk. Wow, wow. <laughs> so, yeah, I, 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 I shook his hand, Shay, like, you have a good one? Happy birthday. All right. And so I started, I slowly started walking that same people piling in. I'm slowly leaving, not looking at them, just walking straight out. I go outside, Shane, son of a bitch, man. They're like fucking multiply like rabbits in the fucking yard. I'm like, God dang it. So like, okay, okay, I just gotta get to my my black car. As long as I'm not, it's not flashy car, it's a flashy black, just a normal black Mustang. Just gotta get in the car. So I'm getting to the car. I hear them whispering. They're like, who's the motherfucker right here? Who is he? Hey, he just came out. Who is he? Who is he? Nah, man, no, nah. he probably dropped something off. Look at him. He probably dropped something. Like, oh fuck, man. I'm like, I gotta get to the car now. So I get in the car, Shane. Start her up. All right, I'm in the car. I'm safe. Seatbelts on. Let's go. Switch on the headlights. Boom. <laughs> Fucking deer in the headlights. At least 10, 15 of them in the road. Shane, like, son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I, was, I was like, okay, just start cruising. Just start cruising a little bit. They'll get the road. They'll get the road. All right, once took me off. All right, we're going to keep on cruising. <laughs> <laughs> like, God dang, man. Talk yeah. about awkward and uncomfortable. So the next day at work, um, I'm looking at her and I'm saying, "So, um, you failed to to uh, mention uh, it was a gang party." She goes, <laughs> "You got you you got that feeling too?" Like, no, I saw that. <laughs> yeah, it's easy for a chick to go hang out there. You know, they don't. You know, they're gonna let. They want girls there. They don't want guys there that they don't know. I actually remember that story, John, because I remember you texted me while you were there. God dang, you man. Went- you went to the bathroom and you were like, "What do I do?" I was like, "Get the fuck out of there!" Get the fuck out! God dang! Yeah, man. you told you told me that uh, that they were doing cocaine out on the bench in the backyard. Yeah, somebody yeah. had pulled out a gun. Was yeah, like, right. my gun. No, no, fuck this. Nope. he just took his gun out. I guess I guess the gun was interfering with him bending over, so he took his gun out to so he could bend over easier. You know, to do the cocaine. <laughs> I was like, "Son of a bitch, man!" Yeah, yeah, that's rough, man. So, it's tough to be in situation. Well, the fucked up part was I asked Tommy and Rocky, hey, dude, I need a hero support. Where were y'all? Oh, bro, we, you told us where you were going. We said, fuck that. I'm like, oh, you said, fuck that? You can't tell the one guy going there? Hey, man, fuck that. Don't go. You just said, fuck that. I'm not going. <laughs> like, oh, man, we thought you knew, man. We thought you knew about that. Like, man. Like, shit, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad you survived that encounter. And, God dang, know. shame, man. I can hear him he's a cop. No, he dropped me something off, man. Look at him, man. Look at him. He dropped something off. <laughs> and like, oh, yeah, yep, that's me. I'm the, uh, the guy dropping stuff off. Yep, that's what I'm doing, all right? Don't fuck with me, yeah. <laughs> yep, that's exactly what I am, guys. <laughs> John's uh, brief tenure is in the criminal element. God dang, man. <laughs> Shit, man, that, that was too deep for me, Shane. I was in the middle of that. I, I just, I don't know why I didn't catch on, Shane, until I noticed black with black on black. Yeah. Like I went... Tattoos, I'm like, oh. Yeah, all tatted up. Oh, fuck, man. God dang it. Yeah, that's right. I, I remember that. Bathroom. I got I to gotta go to the bathroom. I need to hide. Bathroom. I hide in the bathroom in the back of the house. Yeah, that's a great idea. Go further into the fucking house. Let's do that. <laughs> Damn it, boy. Yeah, I remember you texting me from the bathroom. This is like when text messaging was new. I remember you telling me about it. That's tough, man. God. God dang it, that was that's a scary shit right there. The guy just pulled the gun out like normal, like nothing big. I'm like, all right, all right. Then when he said that, Shane, it don't matter how old I am. Okay, okay, one more head out. Maybe you should. <laughs> yep. 
You were right. I just keep my Jake. You're exactly right. Man. I don't get the fuck out of here. You have a good one now. <laughs> I'm surprised you stayed as long as you did. I mean, and, and really tried to like mingle. I mean, that just seems like, uh, yeah, I don't know if I'd have been into it. You know, I, mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd have, I'd have been down with all that. You know, I say that I was there for a while, but it might have been a good solid 25 or 30 minutes. That 25, 30 minutes, Shane, felt like two hours in that bitch. <laughs> what ended up happening to the chick? What did she I do? Think, she just stayed? Oh, uh, I if I remember correctly, she quit. She she I, I think she quit. No, but I mean y'all first. went there together, right? Didn't y'all just No, right? no, no, oh, no. Okay. She was already there. No. Oh, okay. No, no. I think she quit and she and she worked for an apartment as a leasing agent in an apartment somewhere. I think she had a kid. And I think she actually uh, the gangbanger? I yeah, she had, I think she had a kid with that gangbanger. And she actually, you know that's the last time I heard that she had a, she was pregnant with that kid's kid and that was it. Blood That's in, blood it. out, as they say. That shit, fuck that. JP got the fuck out. <laughs> no blood out of this bitch. <laughs> Just so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, well, you didn't, you didn't technically, you didn't blood in, so. Yeah, well, fuck that shit, yeah. Well, I, I mean, like, I didn't think about it, see, I'm like, well, now, look, now I think about it, look at me. Nice haircut, you know, big old white shirt with, with red Hawaiian flowers on it, brown cargo shorts and flip-flops. Yeah, I don't belong here. You know, <laughs> maybe maybe you could have been a customer though. Like if they were doing drugs or something, you could have been like, you know. A, I, a I really, I really, I really think they thought I was somebody dropping something off. And I, I, I've always seen them in the movies and shit like that. Like, no, you don't fuck with the guy dropping shit off because he's usually the baddest one there. You know, like yeah. the actual drug guy. <laughs> So like so, hopefully that's what they thought I was was I'm just a guy dropping drugs off or some shit, you know. I don't know. Weren't you being like extra polite though, like, uh, excuse me, and like walking by people and stuff, and you know? Oh like... yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, I was like, pardon me, pardon me. Yeah, that's a drug dealer station. Pardon me, sir. Pardon me. Right through here. Excuse me. That's the real. All right. Nice black shirt. Hey, you nice black shirt. Hey, you. Hey, nice black shirt. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's tough, man. That's tough. That's a tough I see thing. You got to be, a, I see you got three teardrops on your face. All right, so you must cry. Yeah, about, you know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, you picked up on all the cues, man. Yep. Just that's hit me a, like a brick wall, Shane. When it finally hit me, Shane, like a brick wall, it hit me in my face. I'm like, oh fuck. <laughs> man, the weirdest fucking situation I guess I'd been in when I was uh, when I got out of college. The first job I got was at Child Protective Services. You remember that? Yeah, I remember that first day. You said you had that first. Oh, job. that was well. That was yeah. That one was rough. The first. So I was going to tell another story, but let me tell that one first. So the first day. That's good. That's a good one. That's I mean, this stuff. this is day one. Like they they show you how to do the job. You get you spend about six weeks learning how to do the job, like just in in a classroom. They're just teaching you, and then you have to go out and you have to start doing it once you've been to school. So like the first day I went out. I had this guy, and, uh, you know, he's probably about Aaron's size, a little bit thinner. And um, we're riding in his truck. It's just me, him, and his truck, and he's got a baby's car seat. And, you know, we talked, said hello, and he's like, okay, so here's the deal. Um, we got this report. This lady's not allowed to be around kids because all of her other kids have been taken away by CPS. And she just gave birth to another kid. And before anybody could do anything, she took the kid and left the hospital. So we have to go take the kid and get it into some kind of emergency care. 
So, okay, I'm like, you know, I'm there for the ride. I'm sure this guy's reports and paperwork's all in order. You know, a judge issued it, so it's all official. And uh, show up, and, you know, we we had to – we couldn't go into it alone because it's dangerous, right? I mean, this is an official judge order. It's getting acted out, so we had to call the police when we got there. Okay. So two – this is in Grand Prairie. So two Grand Prairie police show up. And I, this is one of the things I learned. And it, it, nowadays, it probably doesn't apply because so many people have them. But at the time, uh, closed circuit cameras on your house were rare. Like, not a lot of people had cameras on the outside of their house. Now, nowadays, people do because of mail packages and stuff getting stolen. So now people are putting cameras up. But back in those days, you know, about 10, 10 or 11 years ago, nobody really had cameras on their house. So the cops were telling us when we got there, there's like, oh, there's cameras on the awning here. And I was like, well, what's that mean? And the officer's like, well, that's usually a sign that they deal drugs and they, they want to see who's pulling up. So they, they already know we're here. So I was like, oh, <laughs> this is just exactly what I want to be doing on day one. Oh, so yeah. go knock on the door. The police knock on the door. Me, me and him are just standing by there. And they're like, you know, the guy's answers. And they're like, sir, can you uh, let us in the house? We just need to talk to you for a second. And he's like, okay, yeah, that's fine. And we explained who we were and we go in and I'm looking around, John, and this guy's got like all this shit, martial arts shit. He's got like katanas, throwing stars. He's got belts. He's got body armor. He's got photographs of him in tournaments and stuff and him and his gi and the training and like chopping through a board and all this shit. And so I'm thinking, okay, this is somebody who knows how to fight. And but he was, He's just a normal-looking guy. He didn't look like anything special. He just looked like a normal dude. Well, it's me, this this guy I'm working with, the two cops, him and his wife, and she's holding the baby. And um, the guy that was training me, he basically says why they're there, gives them the paperwork, and says, yes, uh, we have to take the child. And, you know, I've never, ever in my life been a part of anything like this before. I mean, I didn't even know this kind of shit went down. I didn't know the government showed up and would take your kid away. You know, I just, I just didn't know anything about it. And um, even though I'd been to the classroom and they told us that this could happen, like, I just was just shocked. So he shows him the paperwork. And the guy's reading it. He looks back up at us and he, he looks at the cops. And he looks at me and the guy and he says, well, I can tell you all right now, if you think you're about to take this kid from my house, you're going to need more than just two police officers here. And so, like, as soon as he said that, man, the one cop gets on his microphone, gets on his radio, and he says something. I don't know what he says. And, like, within 30 seconds, like, Grand Prairie PD kicks open the front door, like, just, boosh, you just see this foot, like, just kick it open. And, like, 10 freaking cops run in, and they all of them pull out their tasers, and, like, you just see the lasers just starting to light up on this guy, like, all over his chest. And there's, like, I'm not kidding, like 10 tasers are pointed at this dude. And they're telling him to stand down, stand down. And, uh, you know, he did. And we took the kiddo and took it to a foster home, and that was all she wrote. I mean, it's, it's, just, it's just weird that he had he had to escalate it to that motion. Yeah. You know? Well, it's when he said that, I was thinking, this shit's about to be on. And one of the officers was a male, uh, but the other one was a female. And I was like, you know, if he gets their gun, we're all fucking dead. If he if he knows how to, to strip the gun away from the officer, then we're fucked, you know, because we didn't have guns. Just the two police officers did. And 
you know, what do you do? So anyways, thankfully none of that happened. And that was the first day on the job. That's when I kind of knew like that day I was like, yeah, I don't know if this is for me. Well, was Shane trying to remain cool and collected at the moment? Or was he like, holy shit inside? Like this oh, guy I, just escalated. I was fucking scared. Shit. I just wanted to leave, John. I was like, I just need to back out the door and go wait in his truck. I just need to get. You just, you just. You just want to go, y'all guys got it? All right, y'all guys got it. <laughs> y'all got this? Y'all got this, right? <laughs> I just, I was just like, I was total deer in that, just to buy, like if he would have, if he would have started fighting, uh, my plan of action would have been to uh, calmly just walk out the front door, get in my friend's truck and be like, hey man, uh, can we just go? <laughs> like, I would just not have done my duty. I, you know, I, I probably would have just put my badge quietly down on the ground and just said, yeah, um, you know what? I'll, yeah, it's not for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, so that, that was your plan? Like, if Tay just started flying, you were just going to go, okay, you know what? Just calmly walk out. Yeah. yeah. Like the cool uh, smoking, cigarette smoking guy off of X-Files. X-Files. Calmly walk out. I, I'm not in this. Yeah. I got this. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just did not want to get involved at all. Like, I didn't want to have anything to do with it because I was just there to observe. I wasn't really, you know, doing the paperwork or anything. So now we got this kid in his truck, and we, I mean, it didn't take us too long to get to the foster home. So, and I don't know what happened to that family. I couldn't tell you what happened if they ever got the kid back or not. I don't know. Well, yeah. I'm sure they, you know, all we can do is hope they worked it out. They'll work it out. They're yeah, fine. I'm sure it worked out in the end. It's just, you know, what was, what was, what was the other story? So the other ones, and this is all, all these, the bad stories were related to meth. Like meth is just a fucked up drug. Like it just makes you do crazy shit. So part of the training they give you, they show you what a meth house looks like. And they kind of explain to you like what the symptoms of meth are. So one of the things to look for is a lot of open electronics, uh, the smell of ammonia, and the carpet pulled off the walls. And the reason why these are things to look for is because they're when you're using drugs and you're high like that, your brain can't stop thinking. Like your brain is supercharged. Th- this doesn't mean that you're more intelligent. It just means you have to be constantly doing something. You have to be fidgeting. So they, they'll get like 10 or 11 VCRs and they'll just take them apart and start pulling all the wires out. So like, they're not doing anything. They're not going to repair the VCR. They're not actually going to make it better. They're just taking it apart just to take it apart because they need something to do. And so they, they tear the carpet up off the ground because they are, they don't, they need something for their mind to do. So tearing the carpet up is something to do. It keeps you active because you, you're awake. You can't go to sleep. And, uh, and then the ammonia smell is from the actual making of the drugs. Well, anyway, so the situation was there was this, uh, it's a, it was a fucking mess. And I met this lady later on in life, but, uh, cause she apparently did not learn her lesson. But anyways, there was this lady and who was extremely manipulative of CPS. Like I read one of her cases and what she did was when they, when somebody called somebody from the school called in cause their kids were showing up to school nasty or whatever. I don't know what it was. Some some reason somebody called in, so they go to the lady. They call her up and they say, "We need to come by your house because we need to see the environment your kids are living in." So instead of having them come to her house, she called one of her friends up and was like, "Hey, uh, can we just borrow your house for the night?" And they're like, um, "Okay, what's going on?" It's like, "Ah, oh, we just need to hang over there for a little while." 
And so when they went to do the home visit, you know, they thought everything was in order. House looked clean, looked immaculate. And they left. And then, like, they went back to, like, get some paperwork the next day. <laughs> they're like, hey, where's so-and-so? They're like, she doesn't live here. And they're like, we were just here yesterday. They're like, yeah, she was just staying in my house, but she doesn't live here. And it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, because they had presented it that this whole family was staying there, and they weren't. Anyways, um, so I get this call on this family. It's uh, two boys. It's, 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 it's one older boy, an older girl, and a younger boy. And they're all three uh they all three have different dads and uh there's a grandma that two of the kids are staying with and then the chick had a girlfriend and i mean like you know a lover girlfriend not a friend that was a girl like somebody that she was into and the youngest boy was with the girlfriend and the girlfriend's mom so that's complicated as fuck well anyways you know we get this allegations that this mom's using meth and she was in the criminal justice system and all this business is going on and they want to know information. So I go around, I interview everybody and finally the mom shows up and you can tell she's strung out and she's got the fucking bags under her eyes, the gaunt face. She's super skinny. She's smoking nonstop. And, uh, I told her, I said, look, you know, um, I kind of need to see the environment. These kids are staying in. She was like, I'm the mom and the kids are coming with me. They're not staying with the grandma anymore. And I'm like, well, okay, I need to go see where you're taking them. So can you take me to your house? And she's like, yeah, but it's in Mansfield, like out in the middle of fucking nowhere. So get in the car, drive all the way. By this point, I've driven all over the county because all the kids are separated. Grandma lives on the north side of Fort Worth. Grandson lives on the south side of Fort Worth. This chick lives out in Mansfield. So I'm driving everywhere. Go out to Mansfield. When I mean we went down to the end of a dirt road, John, we went down to the end of the dirt road. Just imagine all the highways you get on and you you, you see it like an off-ramp. Just just take an off-ramp one day and drive down a, a dirt road and see where it leads. Like, it leads you out in the middle of fucking nowhere. Like, you were in nothingness. So, we pull up to this house, man, and, like, there's a big old gate. Big, huge fucking gate. And the house is back behind it. And I'm thinking, okay, and there's like a shit ton of cars everywhere, all, you know, all broken down, beat up, rusted up cars. And there's this house, and there's like fucking trash everywhere. It looks like somebody took a knife to a trash bag and just opened it up all over the yard. I mean, it's all over the place. Everywhere you step, you step on like a paper cup or a plastic cup or, you know, something nasty, you just stepping. So we all go into the house, and like as soon as they open the door, like the carpet's gone. It's all concrete. And you walk in, and there's fucking electronics stacked up to the fucking ceiling. You know, VCRs, uh, old school stereo systems, speaker phones all open. I mean, just everything, just wires all over the fucking place. And as we're walking into the living room, there's a little door on the left, and there's this guy sitting on a mattress that's laying on the floor, the concrete floor. He doesn't have a shirt on. He's wearing cutoff jeans, and he's rocking back and forth. I'm like, what the fuck? And go into the house. And I'm like, okay, I need to see all the rooms in the house, even though my mind's already made up. What this isn't going to work. And the uh, the laundry room in the back of the kitchen, like, is so full of clothes that you can't even walk into it. Like that's, and it's all just like a pile of nasty, dirty clothes. Like there's no, that's not really a laundry room. That's just I don't want to wear this anymore. I'm taking it off and throwing it here. Pile. Like nobody's actually cleaning that shit. 
So we keep walking and we go through the kitchen and start smelling this really smoky smell. And the grandparents, this chick's mom and I guess her husband, are laying in bed watching TV and they're just laying there. They look like skeletons. Like they're not fucking moving. They don't wave to say hi. They don't ask what's going on. They're just sitting there laying in bed watching TV. Don't even acknowledge that I'm there. So I go into another fucking room and and then this guy just walks out from fucking nowhere, another guy. And just leaves. Like, doesn't say hi to anybody. Just walks out of the room and fucking leaves. And this chick that I'm, you know, the mom, her girlfriend, another girlfriend is there. And I'm like, you know what, lady? Uh, This just doesn't seem right. I'm going to say the kids need to go stay with their grandparents tonight. And she's like, you can't do this. And I was like, okay, I'll tell you what. Well, I could make this work. But I want you to just take a drug test. I didn't ask the mom to do it. I asked the mom's friend. I was like, I just want you to take a drug test. So back in those days... We had little drug test kits that we carried with us, and it's basically like a lollipop. It's like a little, it's like a little thing. It's like a thing you suck on your mouth, uh-huh. and you suck on. So I say lollipop, but it's not candy. I mean, it's nasty. It's like a fucking sponge that you stick in your mouth and you, and you suck on it. So she's doing this this sponge thing, and as she's doing that, this fucking truck, like out of nowhere from in the back of the country, pulls up. And there's like four guys, none of them have their shirts on. And these are all younger guys and they all got hats and glasses. I mean, they're white and they're skinny. And there's like four guys crammed into the cab of the truck. And there's two guys standing up on the back of the truck looking over. And they just like, you know, spin out into the driveway and they all jump out of the truck and they all walk by me. And I'm standing there with this mom and her kids and this other lady. And they walk by me and they're just like, hey, man, what's up? How's it going? I'm like, doing fine. They're like, okay, all right, whatever. Hope everything's okay. If you you need anything, just let us know. And I'm just like, what the fuck, man? And then, like, fucking eight dogs just out of nowhere come just running up. And I'm just thinking, man, this place is fucked. I got to get the fuck out of here now. (laughs) Well, it was was the summertime, and it was hot. So, like, I was on my phone telling my boss, like, look, I'm taking these kids, and we're going. We're not staying here. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I don't know what I just walked into, but this is not going to work. And the problem was my fucking phone was dying. This was an old Razor flip phone because I was sweating into the damn phone. It was so hot outside. And so my phone's like dead now because the battery's dead and I've sweated into it. So I don't have a screen anymore and all this crazy shit's going on. So, and it's getting dark and I don't know where the fuck I'm at. So I have to rely, you know, on my old maps and, it was just a fucking nightmare. And I got those kids out of there and it ended up being such a big deal, John, that we had to get, we had to get our director, like the person who ran CPS for the whole, uh, Dallas, Fort Worth, Metroplex surrounding counties areas. Like the director had to get involved in this shit. And we had to have a big old meeting with every single person. And it's just fucking chaos. And I, at that meeting, John, I shit you not. I stood up in front of all of them. And they, the mom was like, why can't the kids just stay with me? And I was like, ma'am, you have a problem with methamphetamines and you need help. And until you get that help, your kids aren't staying with you. And I had no business saying this shit, but I said it and fuck it. And the director went along with it. And that was the end of the story. Um, each kid, went, the oldest boy went with uh, grandma and the uh, daughter went with her dad and the youngest boy went with his dad. And that was the end of it. That dang. Fucking crazy. God dang. Well, and then <laughs> no. to make this work, like when I, 
when I told that girl that she had to go stay with her dad, she started screaming. She wanted to stay with her grandma. And I was like, look, you, you got to stay with your dad. I'm sorry. And like her dad lived in a fucking nice ass two story home. And, uh, you know, furniture was great and had a, a wife and kids. I don't know why she didn't want to stay there, but she was screaming, please don't make me stay. Please don't make me. And I was like, sorry, kid. I don't know what to tell you, man. You can't stay with your fucking mom and these dogs running around and shit and people hanging out in the fucking garage and, and, this dude in the room that was rocking back and forth. I mean, what the fuck was going on? So, yeah, it was just not a good situation to be in. You, you're in the wrong place, Shane. Same way I felt. You're in the wrong damn place. Well, I guarantee you, every one of those boys that got off that truck had a fucking gun. Hey, you know, and I didn't have, I didn't have nothing, no. you know? You know? Hey, so, it's just not a good situation to be in at all. But, uh, yeah, you know, you run into those kind of things. Yeah, that's, that's how it goes. Yeah, so. You got to have one of those in your life, I guess. You got to have one of those moments. Yeah. And pray that, you, um, pray that you get out of that moment real quick, too. Well, yeah, I mean, you, you got to go. When you, you, you need to, you got to, you know, that's why we all got a little bit of spidey sense. You know, when something's not adding up, you just need to trust your instincts and get the fuck out while you can. I was like, that, you know? uh, hold on. My common sense is tingling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, common sense tingling. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. It's not right here. You know, what we don't, none of them. Fucking kids. No, no, it's fine. It's fine. You sure? Nah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> It'll be all yeah, right. Man. It'll be all right. It'll work out. It'll work out. I'm sorry, Shane. I'm with people. I'm not one of those people. It'll work out. No, no. Something's wrong, Shane. <laughs> Something's fucking wrong. <laughs> yeah, that was bizarre, man. Just bizarre shit. Um, I watched that. Uh, you remember that old school uh, 90s uh, Ninja Turtle movie? Which one? The first one? Yeah, the first one. Yeah. I watched that shit tonight. It's been the first time in like a few years I've seen it. Uh-huh. Um, I forgot how many times that Raphael says damn in that movie because he's pissed <laughs> off, you know? Yeah, <laughs> that's like his go-to word. <laughs> and so I can remember in first grade, I don't know if you remember this or not, but we had a show and tell day and they were like, everybody gets to bring an item and everybody gets to play with it. So my item that I brought was the Ninja Turtles movie. And so we all got to sit and watch it. And they like pulled everybody to watch that movie. And you know how it was? They had that old, uh, that old rack with the yeah. TV and the VCR on it that they pushed around. Yeah. You know? So they pushed that fucking rack in there and pop in the tape. <laughs> and like within the first five minutes, Raphael screaming, damn it. <laughs> and like all the teachers are looking at me at once. Cause I thought, I thought you said there weren't any cuts. I was like, it says PG 13. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and uh, and I think he even says bitchin' at the end of it. When they're all saying their favorite words, he's like, bitchin'. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what was, That wasn't really a curse word they, yeah, that was popular. It was bitchin'. That's, that's, that's bitchin' right there, you know? Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, you know. It's frowned on now, I guess. Well, I just, back in those days, you know, I mean, but they we watched the whole thing. They let us watch all of it. So it's just every time that he cussed, they all looked at me. And, well, you got to think about it. So those teachers, well... Either start the movie and we all get back to work, or you know, we you know either you know let them watch it and we we can talk about we and we can talk sit back here and talk about a uh, Dr. Quinn mess of women back here by ourselves, you know, <laughs> you know. Which, you, yeah, that was a popular show. Yeah, that, that's what they always were talking about. Every time I walked by the teachers back then, they were talking about Dr. Quinn mess of women. And if not a lot of people know, it's basic. Well, break it down, saying what's Dr. Quinn mess of women. Uh, do you, do you it, was, it was a it was a western, right? It it's was a, like, it's an old it was western. A western show. Yeah, but it was the woman was this British chick that was a doctor, and that's what unusual back in those days for a woman to be a doctor. Uh-huh. 
And so what? she just it was just it was like a doctor show in a western. Put and together, and they, they, they called her the medicine woman because she got fell up with an Indian, didn't she? And they called her the medicine woman. That's why it came from. Yeah. So she she had like the European techniques, but she also had the the native techniques, and so she like between all of them, she would have this holistic healing approach. You know, I never I never actually watched the show. I just remember it. I remember like the commercials and stuff, and I remember that chick like did not age. Like she still looks like that. Really? And she's like sixty something. Yeah. Like if you look up Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman nowadays, and she, you'll see her in commercials every now and then. She does hair commercials, like for Pantene Pro V or some shit. Like no way. She hasn't aged. I mean, well, that was like uh, I was looking the other day uh, for the old Power Rangers, the con uh, coming up in April. And the Pink Ranger didn't age too badly. Not didn't age too badly at yeah, all. Yeah, Amy Joe. Yeah, yes. she didn't age too badly. Yep. Uh, David Frank. Uh, David, I don't know why I can't say his name. Yeah, right. Jason David Frank. Frank JDF. Yeah, I'm like, but he aged pretty well, you know. Yeah, so. the guy who looking a little rough though is Red Ranger. Like he. <laughs> he well, you know, you know that that's age change. You, you know, you don't let yourself go, but you know, you you gain that, you know. <laughs> That little. Wing I'm just saying there, he ain't putting know. on that that spandex anytime soon, John. That's all I'm saying. Oh no, no, you know? he ain't. He ain't, he's not supporting that. No J- more, Jason no. David Frank and Amy Joe and the uh, the Black Ranger. I think they could all pull it off, but uh, that dude, I think he's a. I think he's well, out. no, the David guy, the Blue Ranger, he can probably still do it too. Yeah, the 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 gay guy. Yeah. Did you, did you know? Like he got a. Uh, he said he couldn't work on the show because they were hating him on for being gay. Like man. I flipped out when I heard that. Like, no, not those guys. Like, I remember, well, back then, well, yeah, they probably were back in 98, 97. You know, they probably were, you know, making fun of him for that. So, speaking of, of gay guys, there's this, um, did you ever, did you ever watch uh, the Green Arrow TV show? I watched here and there of it right now. I'm trying to catch up on it. So, they come to find out, I mean, I, don't, I hate to spoil this for you, but whatever. We're just going to get into spoilers. Um, come to find out, Green Arrow had like this affair with a chick. She got got her knocked up. His mom paid the lady off, and then like five or six years later, the woman comes back wanting her money for the kid or whatever, you know. And so he's got a kid, and so this season of Green Arrow, this this new one that started, it takes place like during the current day, and instead of doing a flashback five years like they've always done in the past, because once they got five season ends, they were caught up. So it's like we've covered the last five years. So instead of doing five years in the past, now they do five years in the future. And five years in the future, Green Arrow's son is gay. And that little shit gets on my fucking nerves, man. I hate that kid. Like he's 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 totally not like if your dad if you found out your dad was a superhero, John, what would you do? Oh man, I couldn't tell you. I, I want to teach me everything. Yeah, no, yeah. Everything. That's what you you would want to know. You would want to know how to do it. And then you know? this kid's like, you know, Oliver Queen comes in from doing a job, and he's like, man, I, you know, I saved the city. I stopped this bomb. I fought these ninjas off. You know, and fucking, uh, you know, my partner got hit, but I pulled him out at the last minute, and we fucking escaped, and we barely made it, and my legs broken. And then this fucking kid comes out, and he's like, you said we were going to go to the ball game today. Why? Uh- Oh, that kind of bullshit. God, uh, God damn it, man. He's like, I just uh, wanted an ice cream cone. I was like, man, what the fuck, man? So I told uh, I told Sarah last night we were watching it, and that little kid came on, and he, he's telling uh, Green uh, Green Arrow's wife, he's like, uh, what what do you have on my computer? 
And she's like, well, it's just software to make sure, uh, you know, we don't get a virus because, you know, everybody knows Oliver Queen's the Green Arrow now. So we just have to take precautions. He's like, take it off. Take it off my computer right now. And it's like, man, I fucking hate that kid. I told it to Sarah. I was like, I can't stand his ass. Like, I hope they kill him off, you know, like, because he's just a bitch. And he doesn't. So, like you said, I mean, we would be, I mean, even if, even if we knew, like, okay, this obviously isn't for us, we could still help him, like, clean his weapons or fix his costume and shit, you know? You know, there's something you can contribute to. Yeah. Well, you know what, though? Maybe it's, one of those, it's gonna be one of those things saying where he's like the super, super wussy, sissy guy. Something dramatic happens. And he 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 nuts up real quick, and he becomes the hero that he's supposed to be. You know, well, maybe maybe he does like a turning point somewhere. You that's know? that's the only hope, but I I don't have much hope because, like I said, they're going five years in the future, and he's a he's like in his you know like an eighteen or nineteen year old now. And I don't know, John. I'm not getting that vibe. I'm not getting that heroic vibe. He's still kind of pissing me <laughs> maybe, off. Maybe they, they, I think that's going to happen to something's going to happen to the mom or Green Arrow. Maybe something's going to happen that, that, like I said, he's going to nut up. Like you know what? I think we're like a bitch and go and march in here and take the mantle up or something, you know? I don't know. Like that's gonna... I don't know. We'll see. Well, in the comic books, Green Arrow's son, the, the one that takes over for him, Connor, um, you know, turns out he was like a, was a half black lady. So he's this black kid that shows up and says, hey, you're my dad. Well, in the Green Arrow TV show, Connor is uh, Diggle, his partner's son. So it's not the Green Arrow son. And I think they did an episode where Diggle's son had taken over for the Green Arrow. So I think Green Arrow's real son in this show, I think he's just going to be a little bitch. And somebody just needs to take his ass out. You, you going you gonna to write email? You write email yet to them? I haven't yet, but, you know, I mean, because the kid's an actor. He's just doing the best he can. It's really the writer's fault. But it's like, guys, this is unrealistic as fuck, man. There's no kid that I know that, okay, you find out your dad's a billionaire. You find out your dad's a superhero and you're bitching about because he didn't take you to the fucking ball game or he didn't watch TV with you. Like, get get so, over it, man. So you're, you're telling me you have, you have written letters to companies about this? Yeah, I've written two. I've written, I wrote one when the Batman versus Superman movie came out. Uh-huh. I wrote one to uh, Ben Affleck telling him I really appreciate him as Batman and don't pay attention to all the hate you're getting. And then I wrote one to Zack Snyder, again, pretty much saying the same thing. Like, thank you for what you did. Thank you for bringing the heroes together. And I know you really cared about it. I'm sorry to hear about your daughter dying. And at the end of it, I wrote, um, I wrote, but I just have one question. When Batman cleared the warehouse, how did, why did it take uh, Superman so long to get to Lex Luthor? Because Batman took like five minutes to clear that warehouse and if gotham was next door to metropolis superman should have been there in about two minutes if he was going the speed of sound which we know he's going the speed of sound because he made a sonic boom whenever he took off and i, I never got a fucking response so did, did someone try to explain that on youtube did someone try to explain that that timeline like well yeah but you gotta remember that the, the time that he left and time that it started were two different times possibly I, yeah, but they show the clock. Time. I think they, sh- I think they show the clock before he leaves. I think it's, they show ten minutes up on the clock. It didn't take. It doesn't take Superman ten minutes to fly. Uh, so the only, the only rational thing you can say is that he was slowed down from the kryptonite, and we just didn't see it on the camera. But the kryptonite hmm. from Bruce Wayne had, or Batman had slowed him down. Okay, but maybe, that was my you know, only I, complaint I on that movie. That. I, I can blame. I can. I can believe that. You're like, okay, he was. He's still a little weak. 
Yeah. yeah, he took off quickly, but maybe he stopped by to go get some rays and then go back to work. I don't know. I, I couldn't tell yeah. you. But. And then the other letter I wrote was to Vince McMahon when they fired uh, Hulk Hogan because all that those tapes came out. And yeah. uh, I guess, I don't know, maybe maybe my letter changed his mind. Maybe that's why Hulk Hogan's allowed to come back now. I don't know. So for those so, that don't know, Hulk Hogan got caught. He was seeing this, I want to say, was she a prostitute, a lady of the night? I don't no. know. No, they agreed to that. I, I saw what happened. I was reading what happened to Shane. The guy said, you can sleep with my wife. And they recorded him doing it. Uh, okay. they, he said that he was not cheating. Right. He, the dude, it was okay to sleep with his wife. Okay. But Hulk Hogan did not know that they were recording. Yeah, he didn't know they were recording. So that's yeah, that's why he won that lawsuit. Because, I forgot what they call it. You have to figure the word out. But they, that was a trap. Right, right, Shane. right. You, know, you yeah, can't that- do that so- and that actually was a, a multi-million dollar lawsuit that Hogan won. Like, it was big money. And um, Yeah, cause his career, you know? Yeah. Because here he is talking, talking in private. He's angry about his daughter doing stuff. He, he says a couple things that are, you know, not correct. And yeah. he goes, but no one heard that, and y'all weren't recording me, and I won't got fired, you weren't recording me having sex, that y'all, y'all gave me no permission to do, you know? Right, right. So I guess when it, when it comes to making money, you know, that's one thing when you're actually profiting off of somebody losing their job or whatever, you know, then, yeah, I think you are liable for that. But if you just if they were making shit up, like if they had just said Hulk Hogan did all these things, but they didn't actually have the tapes. I don't know if he would have had grounds to sue, you know, if they were just saying it's just entertainment. We're just saying things. Well, well what were they going to do with the tapes? Like, oh, man, well, I want to call my Hulk Hogan, fucking my wife, and then we're going to sell it to um, Pornhub or. Yeah, that's what they did, right? Didn't they sell it to somebody for a lot of money? You know, like the Paris Hilton video. I'll just make a bunch of videos, and all the girls can see Hulk Hogan's big-ass dick, and they only see my (laughs) nice-ass wife naked, you know. So, Uh, But he did have a monster cock, though, so I ain't gonna lie. Hulk Hulk Hogan does? Yeah, man, I think think it was massive, man. Well, you would think he would have uh, more confidence with women if he had a big fucking penis like that. I think I think he was downplaying it. I think he's downplaying his. Because um, every interview I've seen with him, he's like, "Yeah, no women don't like me for my face." And it's like, yeah, there you go. Because you know, he's rocking the. <laughs> oh, I get it now. Yeah, no, yeah, I yeah, see. Okay. Well, you know. yeah, but you know, I just felt bad for the guy because I was like, you know, come on, man, you know, it's yeah, ruined his career. You know, yeah, 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 ruined it. Yeah, ruined his career and everything. You know, you know, I just I, I just gotten access to the WWE network and I saw the it's one of my favorite matches of all time when he goes up against the rock WrestleMania 18. Like, I uh-huh. just love that fucking match to death. And so I just watched it and then all that news broke and I just got a Hulk Hogan action figure. And I was like, God damn it, man. You know, that's one of my childhood heroes. I can remember just my cousin had a poster of him up on his wall. And I just remember everybody loved Hulk Hogan and. You know, he had the Hogan Knows Best MTV show that I watched, which is garbage TV, but still watched it. And, <laughs> you know, you just see this like, oh, man, you know, not Hogan. Of everybody that have, and all the wrestlers that die young and, you know, have terrible deaths, and Hogan's still around, and it's like, come on, man. I kind of liked his Hogan Knows, I kind of liked his show. It was okay. It was a hit and miss episodes it was all right i only it liked was, it when he brought in like yeah. other wrestlers came in like the nasties yeah. or you know anybody ever when they show behind the scenes of the matches there was one of them yeah. though where his daughter like 
He was kind of strict with his daughter, man. He put a fucking tracker on her GPS on her phone. Like I saw that. I saw that. Watching where she was going and then was calling her when she went to certain places that weren't on the schedule. Like he created a schedule of where she was supposed to go. And then, and then he checked her like, are you wearing shorts on your skirt? Are you wearing shorts? Show me shorts. Show me shorts on your skirt. Like, God dang, man. And one day, like, he was working out, and he comes back, and she's in the kitchen, and she eats a cookie. And then she goes and eats another cookie, and he's like, really? You're eating two cookies? And she was like, well, yeah, that's just two. And he's like, you're going to eat two cookies today. Are you serious? And she's like, yeah, what's the problem? He's like, you can't just eat two cookies like that and not do anything. He's like, God damn, man. You know, being a hard ass. You could do that to Roger. Roger, what are you doing? What? I saw you eat two cookies. You eat two. You eat two. You might as well eat three. Don't be. Don't get lazy. Eat three now. Round it off, man. Come on. Well, that's what Round Arnold Schwarzenegger up. says. Do everything in sets of ten. Everything you do, do it in ten. He like, you, you go take a drink of water. You take ten drinks of water. You go run on the. You go go run a lap. You go run ten laps. Everything he does is ten. Shit, man. Shit. Well, he didn't have ten damn kids, so I guess not. Damn. John went. John went to the throat. You should have said. You should have said he had one kid that he didn't tell anybody about for ten years. Like that would have been <laughs> ultimate stinger. <laughs> you know, that kid looks just like him too, man. How do you? How do you be his wife and you have a kid at the same time your nanny does? And as the years go by, your nanny's kids like, man, he looks fucking familiar. <laughs> Well, did they, didn't they try to confront him several times that he kept playing them off, you know? Oh, I don't know. I didn't I didn't really read the whole story, but I know I, I eventually he just couldn't hide it. I, I think he just downplayed it. Like, no, like, okay, let's, let's talk in private, a meeting, let's talk, you know, in private. Let's don't, let's don't put it in public no more. Come talk to me, you know. They probably worked it out because you don't hear about it no more. So they probably like. Oh, no, she left his ass. As soon as, as soon as she found out, it was done. They divorced instantly. Oh, oh. Yeah, as oh. soon as that hit the public, she was gone. Like the next day, papers were filed for divorce. It was Shit. over, and she kicked him out of the Shit. house too. Really? Yeah, I don't know if you remember. So after, and you know, I mean, I'm sure he's got more than just one house, but he went to go stay at this hotel that the owner had told him that uh, he's welcome there at any time for free. And they didn't have a room for him. He showed up and he was like, hey, uh, the owner told me a while back anytime I come here. So he just slept out in front of a statue <laughs> of the hotel. He just slept there to see if people would recognize him. Wow. Just, yeah, own this hotel. Can't stay, fucking stay here, but hey, you know, whatever, right? <laughs> whatever, right? Can't open one up for me, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, it is, it is the former pay. governor. You know, the guy was fucking Terminator. Cut him some slack. Uh you know, it's nope. but it, I don't know the whole situation, John. I mean, you know, it just it's just uh, it's unfortunate. Oh, what was what, what was his line that he got caught for? Uh, eating's not cheating. Oh, damn! That that, that famous line he said, like Arnold. I know you're trying to make a joke, man, but yeah, ain't no damn time to joke there like that. <laughs> <laughs> no time for a joke like that, but you can't. There's no time for a joke. Yeah, you know? his sense of humor has yeah. always been a little off. He's always been a little you out know? there. Okay, that was a total miss. You're going to go over here and miss, man. You fucking missed that one. There was this movie, one of his first movies, I think, where they were talking about his bodybuilding career. And they asked him, you know, why why he's so into it, why he's so happy. And he's like, because it's like I'm coming. I'm coming all the time. I'm always coming yeah. every day. It's like, God damn it, man. <laughs> I remember that's all that. Like, what the fuck are you How do you go from all that right. to fucking Conan the Barbarian fucking hitting somebody upside the head with a sword? I mean, shit, man. 
Man, but Conan was the Conan was the man. Conan yeah. was killing people. Had all the girls he wanted. Yeah. Got to learn some stuff. He had to do nothing but fight and, and make love to women and fight and kill people. Boom, done. Yeah. Not do nothing. Yeah. Can't do nothing, man. Yeah. I can see why he didn't want to leave. I don't want to leave. Hey, Dad. I don't want to leave, Dad. Yeah. Dad, I don't want to. No, you gotta go, man. No, Dad. Come on. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> why well, gotta go for it? <laughs> the only thing was is the. Uh... You know, they had to run to cities. Like, he didn't have a horse. He had to fucking run. <laughs> we, we, we never figured out why the guy let him go, right? We, we never, we never no, we were talking him. about it. I, I, you know, I think he... I think the old man, but like the narrator says, no one knows why my why my master was freed or something, but I don't know. I, can... I, think, he, I think, like I said, I think either, hey, man, you win too much. I can't win no money because no one wants to bet against you now. Which I don't know why that was supposed to be. That's like saying the the Patriots. Oh man, you win too much. No one likes you. You win too much. Yeah, right. That's, that's, that's fucking stupid. Yeah, I think he said, you know what? I like this guy so much now. I can't. I can't wait for him to die. No, let's go, man. Go, go. I can't wait for you to get killed. That's you know? what I thought. I thought maybe he wanted to say, you know, this guy's made me a wealthy man, and let me just. This is the. This is the a little thing for me to do, but it's a huge thing for him, and maybe he can go change the world. And he did. He ended up being the king of uh, Aquilonia. Oh man, did you see them making a the movie, Conan the King? Uh, uh-uh. they they got any trailers or anything up about it? Nothing, nothing out yet. Well, I just read that uh, off topic, real quick. World War Z, they can't get their shit together. They can't get the finance together, so they might cancel that now. He was going to be in World War Z. No, no, I'm just saying that, oh. like that one. It, something happened that now they might cancel that one. So I think that's like Conan right now. They're trying to get together, like get a good storyline together. But they said they're make. They said they're doing it. It's got everything finalized, you know, finance-wise and shit, you know. I like that uh, World War Z movie. I thought that was good. Good movie. They said the book was better because apparently he supposed to go off. Before they started all the nuking and in the, the stadium stuff, apparently he supposed to go off to Russia and join, like, a Russian gang and kill zombies in Russia if you ever read the book. Apparently they said that. No, they, 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 they said, no, there's other whole other half of that book. Yeah. You know, it's like one half of the book they said. You're like, oh, okay. Well, I only read one chapter. Sarah has it here. I only read one chapter, and the first chapter is a an Asian guy that's like uh, he's in China, and people. Are, it's when the disease is first starting to happen. Nobody really knows what's going on, and like he's out to the countryside to work on all these people that are reporting being sick, and he's just pissed off that they're still Chinese farmers and they're so poor. He's like, why can't they fucking go into the city and get a job? You know, why are they doing this shit? They're so backwards. I, I think, I think that's on my, um, my, my book, Rick, my book list to read. I got like a list of books I want to read. I'll tell you one yeah, then, you know, not to read. Don't ever read uh, Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter. That book sucks. Yeah. I, I, that was on the list too, by the way. It said it was based on the book. Movie is oh, way yeah. better than the book. Watch the movie. You'll be happy. Don't read that book. It's just going to piss you off. Do you do you remember off topic? Do you remember people were hurting themselves because they were trying to do the axe tricks? Oh shit! No, I don't. I didn't remember that. People were people were stupid enough. They got drunk or they thought they could do it, and they're hurting themselves with these axes because they're trying to do the cool little axe spins and shit, and they fucking hurt themselves. Did you know? They can't uh, get like a. I never heard like fake. Yeah, I never yeah, heard. Well, of. You, can, you can probably still find them, but like guys, you know, Daniel bought a fake hatchet. You remember that fake hatchet Daniel bought, right? Yeah. You can do that. Go buy a fucking fake axe and practice with that. Why are you practicing with real axes? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, but you know, yeah, uh, go ahead, though. Uh, Abe Lincoln was a real uh, was a wrestler in real life, though. Did you know that? 
I did not know. Yeah, he go to cities and fucking. Uh, so it's kind of like a precursor to pro wrestling. Like he'd show up and just beat the hell out of people. Like, and since he was so big, like you know, he's like freakishly huge for those days. Like he'd just take on like more than like three or four guys at once. He beat some boxing champ. To he didn't box him. He he just he'd wrestle him. Is what he would do. He'd throw him to the ground and shit like a you know he's wrestling a bear. And. uh yeah, no, it was, it was well, known, really well known for it. Like that's how he got to be so famous. Was going around beating the hell out of people whenever he was in town. He would, he'd beat the hell out of you, and then he'd go fight your legal case. And that's what that's kind of what what got him <laughs> off to the races. Well, you know, you got to you got to stay on the hobbies. You know, I like doing that. I'm gonna go beat the shit out to help people out. You know, you got to take the hobbies. So. Yeah, there's one of them where the fight broke out like huge. Like the whole town ended up fighting that he was involved in. So he's just one of those guys. Gangs of New York shit, man. Fucking towns broke out to a fucking fight. Yeah, that's what it was, basically. But they blinking at the center of it. Because I guess it it was some champ that that everybody had favored to win, and he was like the local hero. And here comes Abe Lincoln, this big shot, you know. And I mean, he's from Kentucky, so it's not like he was that big of a shot but you know here's this big guy and he's just manhandling your champ you know because we got well, this everybody, want, everybody always wants to vote for the local hero you know oh speaking of which did you hear that the um xfl still rolling through the who xfl oh <laughs> well i mean now's the time nfl the super bowl was one of the lowest ones they've ever had i think the lowest so uh, they just it you wanna know who this is, but they got Bob Snoops. He was a very great coach from uh, uh, OU in, in oh. Oklahoma. Oh. Best coach, and one of the best coaches there is. They just got him to be the GM slash head coach of the Dallas team. What's the name of the Dallas team? They ain't got a name team yet. So they got the coach. They don't have a team or a name yet. They just know he's gonna be the, he's gonna be the coach for the team. Oh. There's no team yet. There's no name yet, Shane. <laughs> I, so, I, I, you know, it's a very I mean, slow start. It's a very slow start right now. When XFL first launched back when we were kids, I gave it a chance because, for one thing, I was playing football at the time and I liked wrestling a lot. So I thought, okay, well, this is just going to be. They said that the rules were going to be different. It was going to be more contact and shorter games, you know, like with no, less commercials. And I don't know. I just didn't really get anything out of it. It looked like guys just playing football I, practice. It looked like it didn't look like anything maybe, special. Maybe he's got it down better now. Like, okay, let's look at the old XFL game. Let's see what people like and didn't like, and let's see if we can tweak it and see if we can get the ball, this fire burning again. Is this how, how long ago? Say ten years. Yeah, yeah, it was a long time ago. It was like yeah, let's like eighteen years ago. Yeah. going again. I I don't know. But see, my thing is, is why? I mean, I get it. You know, you're trying to say, well, I can be, because I mean, he's a, I mean, Vince McMahon's a Trump supporter. I mean, Trump's been on wrestling many times. He was talking about appointing Linda to some special thing in office. So, I mean, the McMahon family and Trump go way back. But, so I think he's thinking, well, you know, if Trump, people that like Trump don't like football anymore because of the whole, the Kaepernick protests. Let me start a league where we're not going to do that, where I'll have every say, and we're not going to do the protesting. Well, that's not to say either that, like, every every um, XFL game, Trump might show up. Right. Every XFL game, oh, look at that, he's here, the president's here, you know. 
to uh, do a speech for his reelection and watch the game, you know, <laughs> not to say he's not, not, not going to do that. Right. You know, they're that close. Right. He might let them go out to say a few words by himself <sighs> and watch football, you know. Yeah, I uh, I just, I don't know. I don't get it, man. Why, 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 why do football? Why not make a better, why not, you know, do some more things with your app or, or just make your product better, you know, make wrestling interesting. Get us a champion that we can enjoy, you know, that people can talk about, you know, instead of fucking Brock Lesnar. Get somebody football. new in there, you know. They need the. God, that was sick. What were you about to say? What? It would be funny if they actually got like the wrestler. Well, you, you know that's going to happen. There's going to be wrestlers at every game. It's going to be wrestlers um, at every single sponsoring it. Well, yeah, I'm sure they're going to tell him. He's going to tell him, "Hey guys, uh, I need you to go promote this. Like, please, like, mm-hmm. we need you to go do this. It's part of your duties. Yeah. Not only do you have to go wrestle, you also got to go promote these games too. If you're from if you're from that state or that city, guess what? You're you're a fan of that team now. Yep. Period. Yep. <laughs> yep. And then you got to talk trash about them on the. Oh God, that's going to be a fucking mess. I, I uh. See what I want? Why can't they have somebody just be a Brock Lesnar killer? Why can't they train somebody who is just going to whip Brock Lesnar's ass? Why haven't they done that yet? I don't understand. You know what? That'd be awesome. They picked one guy. That, okay, dude. For the next year, you gonna pull a Vince McMahon. You're gonna train like Vince McMahon was getting ready for Stone Cold. You're gonna train. We're gonna show videos of you training just how to fucking beat the shit out of Brock Lesnar. Do that for like six months to a year. Then that'd be fucking awesome, Shade. Yeah, I don't know why they don't do that. It's it's as simple as that. I mean, I guess because they think he's their cash cow. But the only way you're going to make it work is if he has any real competition. Like, everybody I've seen go up against him, other than Goldberg. Goldberg was the only one that could, like, that seemed to really toe-to-toe it. Like, anytime Undertaker goes up against him, I mean, come on, man. Undertaker's fucking old. He's got a fake hip. I mean, it just doesn't work. And Brock Lesnar's got muscles coming out of his neck. And, you know, you got the Undertaker there. It looks like a fucking, you know, grandpa biker. I mean, it just it doesn't it just doesn't work, you know. I mean, I, I don't want to knock the Undertaker. I didn't know how important he is. But, I mean, the sun has set on the Undertaker's reign, if you know what I mean. No, and, you, you, that's it. no you, need, you need someone brand new or pick yeah. someone that's all right, man. You get a free pass. You get six months of training or a year of training. And all we're going to do is just train you to hate Brock Lesnar and and uh, how to show videos of you training and exercising that's all you gonna fucking do. I don't know? know why they they never got that um because you know they got Kurt Angle. I don't know why they didn't get that guy that won the Olympics um in the two thousands, that big old cornbread country dude that his toes got frozen off. You remember him? Oh that guy yeah, yeah. And he he won the gold medal without any toes. Like I don't know why they didn't get that guy in there. Like <laughs> He's a big bastard. You could have him go up against Brock Lesnar, and that's somebody you realistically could see defeating Brock Lesnar because he knows what he's doing. I can see that. I can see that. That'd be really cool. That'd be really. Cool I don't know why they, they never that. used that guy. They didn't use him, and they didn't use Butterbean enough. I don't know why they. Didn't. Butterbean only had like one or two little things, and that was uh, it. He, you know, he just he was a show showboat. Yeah. Just go, hey, he come in here and just do this. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Hit this guy. Hit him. Man, there he is. And, there. Yeah, Mike Tyson didn't even do anything. Like they never had Mike Tyson do anything. No, going there, tend to fight too, you know. I think uh, Floyd Mayweather broke the Big Show's nose, though. I think that was. Yo, they said he, yeah, he, they said he really did hurt him. He, uh, Big Show said no. You told me he said he thought I would have had my hands on him right there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> been it. <laughs> well, they... they're trying to. Uh, he, uh, Floyd Mayweather was trying to cash in on a, a billion dollar deal to do a fight on UFC. Yeah, to go the other way since he since he beat McGregor at boxing. 
It's like flip it around to where now they do UFC to see who would. No, just, just he said one fight. You mean, I, I get a billion dollars for one fight. A yeah. billion dollars. After straight, you know, straight money. No taxes. No, no, you pay me the taxes too. Straight money. Billion dollars. Cash out. <laughs> After the uh, McGregor fight, like they showed Mayweather, like he went up to this hotel at the top of this big old fancy building, had about 10 chicks in the room with him and just was just throwing money around, just like, you know, making it rain all over the place, just laughing. <laughs> well, you know, we know you're the best, Shane. We know you're the yeah, best. I mean, you know, he earned it. I'm not saying he didn't earn it. I mean, and uh, McGregor got his ass beat. That's it was kind of nice though to see that happen because I mean, I get the whole fighting Irish. You know, everybody wants the Irish guy to win, but on the other hand, this was an old man that just beat a kid's ass. You know, I mean, that's that's almost unheard yeah. of. You know, yeah. in the boxing world. Well, I remember they talked to the trainer of McGregor, and they said like, no, he wasn't training correctly he always want to play or kick or shit like that you know he wasn't doing what he was supposed to be doing you know well, he look wasn't at him doing he's goofball he's fucking goofball you know yeah throwing, throwing chairs and truck did you see all that stuff he did where he threw that something into the van when the fighters were trying to leave and like he, somebody got hurt and all that business yeah he got in trouble again yeah yeah mm-hmm. don't ask yeah, and then he got his ass beaten in his, in his UFC match. So I don't know if he's. I think he's lost all his steam, anyways. He let it get to his head. I think. I think so. I think you know he might either step back and re, you know recuperate and rethink everything, or just you know. Some people can't handle it, man. Some people can't handle it. But anyways, anyway. Oh, I was thinking of something. I think I thought it was funny. I was gonna get with you, with you and Aaron. Something funny. Since I'm not doing nothing with my podcasting, I, I made it so I can be on here with you and stuff like that. I was thinking the other day, like, what can I fucking do with it? And I thought about it. And I don't see how people like it. How about we do a fucking, uh, either a wind-up show or a wind-down show? Yeah. So we, we talk for an hour, and we try to set a time. Like, no, the wind-up show is literally five minutes, or the wind-down show is five minutes. It won't make no fucking shit sense, Shane. <laughs> it's us talking like, hey. It's just literally going, hey guys, what we're going to talk about a show. Oh, we're going to try to do, talk about this and that and this and that. We end it after five minutes. We end it. Then we start yeah. big beefing. <laughs> I, think that's that. a, that's, I think it's actually a good idea. Or the, or something afterwards, like, okay, this is the wind down show from Big Beefing. And like, how did we do? I think we did all right. You know, <laughs> it's literally just five minutes and that's it. And I think it might be funny to do. Yeah, I think that's clever. I think we need to, I need, next time we go, we all three get in there, that's what we need to do. What are you? Yeah, uh, so what are you going to call it? I, I, the wind, the wind down from big beef. Little, li- little beefing. <laughs> little beef. A tad bit of beef. A bit tad of beef. beef. Yeah, a tad of beef. Yeah, a tad of beef. <laughs> like, we're just going to have a five minutes. How would you? I think Aaron. I think Aaron. You could be funnier here. I, I think we had too much air time right here. You know, just stupid shit. So hopefully, people are like, okay, oh, listen to the wind down. It's only yeah. five minutes long. And yeah, we'll, I think uh, we make it. Like yeah, I think it's gonna be funny. Like we make it strictly five minutes. Like, hey, okay, guys, one minute. You know, we'll wind it down. Either talk shit for for a minute or say something. Yeah. So we'll uh, what we'll do is the next time when we get done recording, we'll uh, after the show's over, you start up the wind down and then add us to it, and we'll join in and we'll we'll do the five yeah. minutes. It's only five minutes. It should be. It should. Hopefully, it's it's so short. It's funny because. Like so either we're gonna talk shit for five minutes or just well, be funny for five minutes. I don't know. I don't what know. we need, what we need to do is when it hits five minutes, somebody needs to say, "Well, that's time," and just end it. Yeah. 
<laughs> don't, don't say bye or nothing. Like, oh, yeah. my God, that's it. Bye. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. I think that's a good idea. <laughs> I think it'll work. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah. But anyway, all right. Well, Speaking we're of which, over, we're going to have to wind this one down. <laughs> I know. Like I said, well, it's Friday, though. It's good for – oh, you have a good weekend? You have a good, you have a good week? We made it. I ain't saying Yeah, we made, we made it. it, man. We survived. We got through it. Made it. How'd, how'd the show do this week, end of the week? How we? How I, we do? Like I said, we're going strong, man. We are hitting numbers like crazy. I just uh, – I was really surprised that we, we got over 200. I don't know where we're at now. I think we're almost at 250, and it's just growing. I, I don't know. Like I said, Our viewerships went up. Like, we had well, – like, like I said, Shane, these people I see, they do it, like, once a week, once every bye week. I'm like, you know what? People like Markiplier and these other people, they're pumping them out because they know friends. Their fans want to hear stuff. So, fucking give them something to listen to, you know. Yeah. <laughs> give them something, you know. The art, yeah. uh, we have an audience out there. They just haven't found us yet. And the problem is we're not advertising at all. We're not putting anything out there. We're not sharing. I, I try. I, I think I'll, I'll, maybe next week I'll, I'll tell myself, okay, we're going to try harder. I want to try doing, you know, putting Big Beef and hashtag on my Twitter account. And <laughs> oh, yeah, that's that what I need to start to doing. I need to start putting that in my hashtags. What, yeah, I, it's it's literally big beef and an end. That's it. Yeah. I can't keep putting no decimal point. And that's nothing in there. So it's big beef and a little end or big end. There, big beef and yeah. there. You know, so yeah, yeah, you're right. Try that. But anyway, but all right though. Well, you make it through the weekend. I'll check when we we'll start on Monday. All right, man. Sounds good. All right. I'll talk to you later though. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Bye.